stand by. You're listening to the Naively Optimistic Podcast with your hosts, Eno and Gary. The ego is saying, what's happening here? It's an opportunity for spiritual growth. Do you still think the royal family were shape-shifting lizards? Yes, I do. The last two fucking shite talking spas Run the muck, bit as fuck on down and all your ties Burning ears off for that cheese, bring all Dublin down to its knees This podcast fucking shite, tell me where else would you be? So sit back, like relax, have a drink, lose the cacks And take in all the cack that comes out of these scaldy rats Yeah, that's right. Again. Forgot a little bit. Pull like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> like a dog and something else. Yeah, yeah exactly. I haven't been paying attention. They're proper at all. characters. Isn't yeah, all kings. But like, there's only one of them. Like, because they're brothers. But I only seen one of them, um, in it this year, which is interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because there was the ginger one as well, um, trouble in paradise potentially. Did, maybe. Hopefully not. Mate, on the Olympics though, uh, I want to give a shout out to Darren in the DMs. I was chatting on there the other day, and he was just like, "Lads, here's a topic for you: Olympic sex villages." Yeah. And I looked into it and it's Is this actually, a sport or just... No, <laughs> mate, this is actually ma- okay. madness, right? May and, as well be. But and they actually, right, the Olympics have a come out and actually tried to dispel it a bit. They're like, no, that doesn't go on here. That carry on, definitely not. Essentially what it is, is so they put all the athletes up in like little villages, you know, that kind of way. And that's where they're all kept like, you know, pre and post. Yeah. And uh, apparently they right. get on to some carry on, mate, yeah. Like go at it like fuck, right? So I looked into, look at this, right? In the 2000 Sydney Games, right? 70,000 condoms were given out to basically, like, try to, like... Not, I suppose not, like, curb sexual activity, but, like, at least, like, promote, like, safe 70, sex. 70,000. But they were going, man, they went through the Johnnies like there was no tomorrow, yeah? They literally had to fire in another 20,000 Johnnies to calm them down. Isn't that mad? And apparently they put up This band. is all true. Yeah, well, look, I looked it up. There's certain athletes are coming out going, no, it's bollocks, don't believe it. But there's an athlete, um, I'll get her name for you now, but she came out and uh, t- it just says Tietke is her name. Uh, during her Olympics run, Tietke claimed coaches uh, mm. said sex before competing wasn't a good idea because when you have sex, the body force has to recharge itself. Okay. Uh, but once, look at this, right, once the athletes are done competing, uh, Tietke said that many had sex sometimes into the early hours of the morning. After the competition, however, roommates were considerate. If you needed a room to yourself, uh, Tietke said you, you'd always hear a party going on, right? And sometimes you couldn't sleep, right? And um, one party after the other, alcohol comes into the play. Like, your one is talking about her. She's saying, Look, we're all in the peak of our life, John. We've been training for youngs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, put us all into a little village together. We're going to bleed and go at it like moist, you know what I mean? Which is madness. Oh, but, um, so apparently, right, this is the rumor that now this is actually this is actually legit, but why they brought this is in the room, apparently. They all the athletes have cardboard beds now, yeah. And I looked it up, and that is legit. And they're actually called anti sex beds because they can only support one person on it. So you couldn't be like, oh my God. like hockeying someone else because I think it just go through, John. Guess that puts a new spin on our morning mood. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, that was decent. Shut up, boys, and things. <laughs> we can edit that in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'm keeping it. But uh, yeah, there you go. Match your anti sex beds. And there was, I was watching a video there uh, during the week and it was like an Irish boxer and he was like, fake news. And he's like, he's like, these, the, the beds are cardboard, yeah. But he's like jumping up and down on them like fucking hell. See, this is, this is, hold up now, what a giant. But it's magic. So can it? I just ask you, th- mm. there's 
The spin so much so fast. So that what the idea was to give them cardboard beds to deter them from having sex. Yeah, that's that's the vibe. I'm so getting. you're like you're like so you're you ready to go. And next of all, you look you you and her are looking at the bed going, "Shit, we better leave it." Yeah, this exactly. Cardboard. Like. I suppose it's like okay, right? One of the Olympians, apparently the swimming team. I'm just going off the internet here. Apparently the swim team are like lunatics. Do you know what I mean? They're riding everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the poor archers not are getting it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But I guess like someone off the swim team meets one of the archers in the village. They're like bop back to the gaff, kick open the door. They see the beds made of cardboard. Do you know what I mean? Plus as well, it's not going to be the driest affair. I imagine things just oh wilt God. in a second. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but mate, speaking of sporting events, you actually enlightened me on something the other day that had me in stitches laughing. And I completely forgot oh, about it. It was, it was just a memory from Youngsville. The fucking octopus mate, years ago guessing the scores at the Euros, was it? <laughs> Wacker. For all our international listeners, like I think Wacker is a name given to Paul, a nickname. Yeah, for in the, Ireland. For yeah. Paul in Ireland, yeah. <laughs> Wacker the octopus. Wacker the octopus. <laughs> yeah, I got actually quite fascinated with yeah. that topic at the time. And um, what was it? So yeah, look, back in 2000, Jesus, that's gone back, 2010, um, the, Paul the octopus was a two-year-old octopus mm. in the Oberhausen. Aquarium in Germany Go away. I'm doing well to remember that Yeah right? fair, Germans great mate Fair play And he predicted um, All eight results Of the Germany games In 2010 World Cup Right mm. So you're saying Alright fair enough I mean like You know You have a A three and one chance In yeah. each game What well, they in the boxes Or something was he Actually what they do is uh, they, they There's two glass boxes mm. Right And the flags are facing On each country Of right. each country On each box And they're mm -hmm. facing outwards And he comes out To have his dinner And whichever box He opens first <laughs> Is the winning team? Did they put the cuisines of the country in there, like a, a paella or something on the end? That's Spanish funny box. you mentioned yeah. that. I'm gonna circle back. To is that, that it? Moment. No, Roy. Mussels. They just put mussels in. Roy, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So it's a fair fight. Yeah, all the but what actually got their attention was is that I don't know who started this, but they're like mm. Serbia and Germany. Let's try. Yeah. I mean, standard mm. Germany. And he went to the Serbia box, and people Go like away. Serbia had never beaten Germany or yeah. something up to that point, right. let alone in like friendlies. Mm. Right? Next of all, Serbia did beat Germany. Go away. And everyone was like, yeah, man, Wacko called it, boys. Yeah. Wacko the Aussie. So that's when it started getting national attention, right? Yeah. And uh, I'll speed through this anyways. Right? I'll try and think we've got pun there for octopus. Right? <laughs> um, but how does it work? Obviously, the two boxes, right? Um, so he had all, like, all eight games. They mm. beat like very serious opposition along the way, including England or whatever. Mm. And a lot of the, lot of the uh, neighbouring or like the opposing countries, like let's say mm. Ger uh, Argentina, was one of them <laughs> right. so when he predicted that he, he'd yeah. done something like five or six results before then saying he pre mm. predicts Argentina would lose to Germany right in the quarterfinals yeah. there right and uh, there was like there all these hashtags start breaking out online like hashtag calamari hashtag <laughs> get Paul and all this stuff right <laughs> and seriously it was it was actually like the the uh, what you call it, like the attendance the yeah. start shooting up whatever for the, for right. the aquarium <laughs> Anyways, like it was just constantly like news networks and all yeah, that, like yeah, going yeah. there for the day. Um, I'm really overcooking this one, right? Pardon the <laughs> calamari star, pun. But um, you know that when he predicted mm. that Spain would beat Germany, right. yeah, and mm -hmm. he's in Germany. That's when it started getting vicious, like people trying to get Fuck in and off, kill him in the in the in the aquarium, right? What happened? To and do you know the diplomat? I think it was some diplomat like Miguel Sebastian. Yeah. He was the minister for foreign affairs of Spain. Yeah. Offered him diplomatic immunity and protection. Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> so like, You're oh, joking this is, me. This is a real thing. A two-year-old octopus yeah. with like eight brains is just predicting <laughs> all these results if you're trying to kill him, right? And it turned out to be right again. He also predicted every other game and the final winner after. So how many did he get out of the entire Euros? Well, ten, ten games in a row. you got them all right. You got them all right. Fuck me. It was actually a 265 to 1 odds 
which is like beyond chance they say. that's actually so mad because like octopuses are actually notoriously intelligent but like yeah. that's almost like supernatural level isn't it yeah so what happened to him he, they actually there was a theory that he actually did get killed off and, uh, beforehand <laughs> or like, after after the uh, the Germany lost prediction mm. there was a theory that he did get killed off but who? and then he was just I don't know maybe internals I don't know maybe like getting <laughs> over here maybe we can reverse the, the, the juju if we kill him or something <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know but um, yeah they, apparently octopus don't live that long who do you think done him in Lad Brooks. Lad Brooks. <laughs> no, yeah. we actually remember we actually had this discussion. Yeah. We were like, hundred percent a bookies was like, get yeah. get our fucking. What well, 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 I'd say Paddy Power snuck a load of like assassins into the aquarium with salt and vinegar. Do you remember doing that to slugs back in the day? <laughs> no, you're not. Didn't That's think. proper like uh, McDonald's triad shit. Me and Ethan in the cr- in the, tr- uh, the true crime episodes. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're like, no, everyone's done that at one point. Poured salt all over slug. Do you mean? Imagine Paddy Power out doing that. Do you mean sneaking into like the fucking yeah. Aqualand or wherever he was kept? Do you mean with, with a fucking <laughs> yeah. load of saxes diving into the <laughs> pool to get him? Like, <laughs> but uh, just to wrap up, anyways, uh, he ended up dying. A few months later. And he died way too young. So people like, 100% that he was fucking whacked or whatever. Poor fella, mate. Wacker was whacked. uh, R.I.P. whack, yeah. And um, his, his... his ashes he got cremated and his ashes are in a golden urn still in the Oberhausen Aquarium off. Jesus Christ Wacker lived a life of luxury didn't yeah. he get him cremated and all like there was even a, there was even a movie maker in like uh, I thought you were going to say there was, made, there was a movie made there was yeah it was called uh, Who Killed Paul the Octopus Paddy Power they didn't need to make a film I could have told you that <laughs> can you imagine how that came up boys Q3 earnings are down what is going on yeah, yeah this octopus exactly film. let's do a fucking uh, a bleeding biopic yeah <laughs> is that is a biopic or bio, biopic Biopic, innit? I have no idea. That's what they call like biography, innit? Is it? Innit? We don't know. That's but, uh, you know, last month we did Snow White in our last episode and we're back by popular demand, aren't we? Talking all things. <laughs> uh, we're talking all things Pinocchio. We teased it on the last one. We said, listen, we did some rough digging into the backstory of a couple of Disney films. We did Snow White first and we're doing Pinocchio and... You know, such such as the case with, with Snow White, the Pinocchio origins is very different to the book, isn't it? Astounding. Um, but yeah, look, we're going to do a little recap. Yeah, you have, When was the last time seen Pinocchio? Just so curiosity, you know. Your gaff last night? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, I knock 15 years plus. Really? Like, oh, yeah. I used to be whacking that. Me and Steven used to be like slaughtering. Right, before we go gaff, on, yeah. was there certain movies, and we know we, we yeah. share one of them, Edward Scissorhands, but <sighs> Disney related, right? Is there any of them that you just like, you just felt were disturbing, but you couldn't articulate as a child? Pinocchio was one of them yeah, for me. Be. I couldn't watch Pinocchio. Because even like... It um, really bothered me like... Yeah, well, like, we'll get into There's definitely some sinister elements, 100%, but the whale and all, Monster of the Whale, like, used to scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Just all the um, seedy characters and all the shady shit. Yeah, yeah, it's usually the oldest ones that are a bit out there, like, obviously with Snow White yeah. as well, do you know what I mean? Because they were talking like 30s, 40s for them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, little recap on the old one for everyone who hasn't seen Pinocchio in a good while, right? So the original, right, opens up with Geppetto, right, who's an Italian woodcarver, right, and he's finishing up. This work. is the movie. This is the movie, okay, yeah, we're just going to do a right. quick little recap, right? And he's finishing up work on his new little puppet Pinocchio, right? So even though the chap, by the way, is like in his late 70s, I always thought this was a bit weird. The chap is like wishing upon a star for his son. It's like, mate, like, is that not a bit unfair? Like, you could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> 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 like, I remember even thinking like, you're not a bit old for that, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Burdening a 17 year old. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, the fella is literally on death's door, right? So Blue Fairy comes in the bloody dead of night, right? <laughs> Grant the wish, but only 50% of it, right? Makes Pinocchio into a sentient puppet, right? Uh, and then the fairy tells 50 Pinocchio. 50% job. 50% wish, yeah, exactly. You don't want me to bring right. money back, right? And uh, <laughs> so the fairy tells Pinocchio if he doesn't act the bollocks basically and proves himself to be brave, truthful, and unselfish, she'll make him a real boy, right? And then she assigns Jiminy Cricket, the little, you know, yourself, the little cricket yeah. on the shoulder yeah. as like his conscience, right? Um, and Geppetto, like obviously not senile at all, wakes up the next morning to see like his fucking puppet alive. It wasn't and even it was, he woke up during the night and he just rolled over. He's like, keep it down, you. Fifteen it? years, me bollocks. You are watching that recently, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so literally he's like buzzing and he's delighted that the fucking puppet has come to life. And seemingly the fucking thing has goals and ambitions and all because the next day he's just like, <laughs> I want to go to school and all. And Geppetto like does want to spend quality time with this puppet that he's just wished into existence. Just like yeah, no, but our skill is with just enrolling. You know? So he's born like he's just made into this he has rudimentary and fundamental coordination and yeah. balance and everything he just full English scholastics are quite advanced for his age yeah. exactly we were joking about this last night me and Ian remember <laughs> Geppetto ringing up the school remember trying to enroll Pinocchio what was that you know? <laughs> No, oh yeah, I know it's a midterm, but can we enroll a new youngster? Also, I know. <laughs> yeah, man, who done me auntie's wardrobe? <laughs> like he was near chipper, like he was a carpenter, wasn't he? I don't remember you having a son. For that. Is he yours? <laughs> oh, I swear he's mine. <laughs> <coughs> no, listen, he's not all there. He's both. <laughs> like, but anyway, right? So on his way to uh, on his way to school, he meets the fox and a cat who are Da G, right? And then they convince him to go to join Strong Bowley's um, puppet show. What were they called? The, was I don't know their name, John, actually. Honest yeah, Honest John, John actually. And, and Gideon. And Gideon, yeah. Right, right. And so they convince him to basically join Strong Bowley's puppet show for an easy path to the fame, right? Path Strip fame. club. Yeah, exactly. Like me and Ian were watching clips of this the other night and we were like, fuck <laughs> me, that's some mad bleeding string fellows esque gentleman's establishing, pardon the pun. Right? <laughs> string fellows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, right? Um, we were watching, we're like, man, Pinocchio's on stage and grown men are throwing money at the umpire. Like, do you know what I mean? We're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Wait, hang on. I don't know if you ever brought this up on the podcast before. What? Did you? Your strip club story. Oh, with the music. Mate, stop. Like, yeah, did I, I, I did bring it up on the podcast, yeah. Uh, but it's actually, it's, that, it's an yeah. episode gone now, yeah. It's, it's actually on the Patreon now, right? Back in the day, right? This is going to sound seedy, boys, but it's not, right? Back in the day, if you were just looking for a drink, when all the clubs are show you could bop into Valentino's and honestly mm. the boys used to hit Valentino's like there was no tomorrow you used to slaughter right and we'd just be going in for drinks at 2 o'clock in the morning but you go in there and the moths are all over you it's like going into the dog's trust with a packet of Denny's ham like you, know I mean? you have a, you have the crosshairs on you from the word go do you know what I mean so I was sitting there all the lads were right, having the crack right. and then all the moths are coming over and they're like what's up do you want to dance and all we're like genuinely just here for a few points of Heineken right and they just won't take no for an answer do you know I mean? but look you I get that you just want to spot the a point yeah exactly not, do you know okay, I get that right. they're just trying to support that family do you know I mean? as we all are, right? Yeah. and uh, so anyway we had a few too many sorry had a few too many having a bit of crack and then this young one comes over to us and she's just like uh, what'd she say again she was just like uh, dance what's a 50 euro for 5 minutes and all and I was just like jeez be steep Good yeah. whack that is, yeah? yeah. And I was just like, well, look, what's the story? Like, what do I get for? And she was like, the full works, the dance, shebang. And I was just like, right, well, do I get to pick the music or what? And she was just like, if you want. And I just goes, yeah, no worries. Lord of the Rings, 
theme song yeah extended, extended edition <laughs> the thing is about 11 and a half minutes it's right? like 14 yeah minutes exactly also. right and he said there I am <laughs> Bob's clattering me <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened ended there because of like you got ruptures of laugh or something she walked off um, no she, she was up for it she was on Spotify searching it all do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and she was like is this the one you're after I was oh just like God. longer no that's the that's the theatrical one like, give me the longer one the extended look harder <laughs> it's, it's definitely there it's definitely there <laughs> <laughs> you were dressed up in Aragorn in the yeah. meantime <laughs> the hat and all sorry go on go on go on <laughs> But, um, Sorry, circle back. We're on the movie yeah, recap we're we? here. We're on the movie recap here. He gets right? into the strip club. He goes into Stringfellas Gentleman's Establishment and he's on the stage giving it the large marge. The lads are, tr- the lads are throwing cash at him and all, like I said to you there, all the outfits. For whatever reason, Pinocchio's a major hit. Goes down lovely with the lads, right? And then Strongboli is just like making mad paper off Pinocchio and he's like, you know what? You're going nowhere. I'm hanging on to you, right? And he basically fucking kidnaps Pinocchio or puppet nap or whatever. Like, and then fucking... <laughs> exactly and then fucks him in a board cage yeah. and locks the thing and then like rides off into the dead of night and then Pinocchio was bawling his eyes out himself and Jim near in the board cage and he's thinking like oh Geppetto's going to be looking looking for me all night blah 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 poor fella I know he's only been with that for approximately six and a half hours but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to be too impressed yeah. an emotional attachment yeah. exactly and so then the blue fairy turns up and then she's like look Pinocchio how did you get yourself into this mess and he starts lying through his teeth or spoofing beyond belief and his his nose is ballooning up and she's laughing her head off she's just like look don't don't try it out with me do you know what I mean I made you do you know what I mean and she's like look stop acting the bollocks she's like a J- JLO officer I think of this, you know what, I mean? what was that she's again just, yeah, what's what juvenile the, the liaison officer do you know what I mean <laughs> you 100% had a JLO did you I thought that was JLO when you stop right so anyway with that um she frees him from the board cage, but she says to himself and Jiminy, she's just like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to be back here again, boys. Yeah, Jiminy, behave yourselves. Jiminy. Yeah. So then getting out of Strong Bowley's Mongo gets swindled again. He ends up running into a load of young fellas that are like in, on like a little, in a, what's it, like a wagon <coughs> on the way to, to Pleasure Island. Like, I know, it's supposed to rock thing you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. But he's on his way back to the gaff and all the young fellas are like, stall Russ. And he's like, where are you going? Pleasure Island. He's like, I oh, know, I've actually to get back to meet that. I only know six and a half hours. And that they're like, no, seriously, you don't want to miss this, Pinocchio. Like, Pleasure Island is the spot. You basically, it's a, it's a place where young fellas are just encouraged to just run amok. Okay. Come Can we stop and just take stock for a moment? Mm-hmm. Right? So he's getting on a cart, right, with a load of young fellas <laughs> to go to a place called Pleasure Island. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But do you remember in the animation, the cartoon mm. Disney movie, when you actually see the driver... Yeah, like the seedy outfit, strong body, and looking. the dirty yeah. smile on him. Yeah, he's a lot of young flesh looking. Yeah, he has a, a big pedo tashing on him. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's, he's a mad looking elk. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my nose is lovely. Look. But so anyway, Pinocchio gets swindled again. Jumps on the cart. Pleasure Island down right gets there and the lads run amok they're all like 11 by the way and they're all getting whacked like do you know what I mean they're reefing the arse off joints left right and centre yeah. drinking like fish gambling smashing up mansions and all like you name it not unlike the lads obviously are upbringing right <laughs> 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 and after a rough few days on um, the fucking devil's lettuce the bleeding stone house everything do you know what I mean they yeah. all start transforming into donkeys and then they all end up getting sold into the salt mines right Pinocchio escapes um, jumps into the fucking ocean comes across Monstro the Whale who's this big fuck off whale gets eaten by a Monstro inside Monstro the Whale he finds Geppetto who's his elf who was obviously looking for him I don't know why Geppetto thought like the Indian Ocean was, was obviously where Pinocchio is and not on land um, yes I made a raft got eaten by a Monstro was living in Monstro's stomach for yonks then 
they reunite inside Montrose belly and then they light the kip on fire basically just like a, like I don't know what the story is Geppetto has like built a little gaff and all inside like <laughs> Montrose well it's like 90% water right but it's like a full on gaff what happens to like eight tons of tuna comes washing in? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Not to mention how they get out. So they're yeah. trying, like, uh, Geppetto was like, look, I've been trying for ages, son, like, we're not getting out here in a hurry. Pinocchio was just like, I'll tell you what, let's light the kip on fire. Mm. Like, just that's letting off bangers and fireworks and lighting the little gaff up on fire. And then they get they get blasted out of the blowhole. And then there's a big action sequence at the end where Monstro's <laughs> chasing them down on water. They're in the raft again. And then Pinocchio ends up saving Geppetto, who was drowning. But then Pinocchio dies in the process. But then the blue fairy makes him a real boy because he displayed acts of, like, fucking bravery and Valor et cetera. And yeah, exactly. Okay. All that jazz. Um, and that's pretty much it. So that's the original film, right? Now, onto the book, right? So similar to Snow White, Disney have, have always kind of like toned okay, down the kind of harsher elements, you know, kind of way um, of the film. So it's, it's a lot different. Even, like, Pinocchio's character is a little bit different as well. So some facts to kick us off, you know. Book originally written in 1883 by Carlos Calodi. Did I say that right? Yeah, Calodi. Yeah, and it was originally named The Adventures of Pinocchio. It was written as a warning to children that always choosing the what is easy, the expedient and enjoyable way will eventually get you into trouble and that you're going to have to work hard and suffer to reach your potential. I mean, I think that was mm. the underpinning theme That's of it, it all. Like, yeah. A couple of facts. Second most translated book in the after the Bible. Sorry, so you second most. You said that most, in the last one, yeah. Yeah, Quite second most true. translated book in the world after the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the best-selling book of all time in Italy anyway. But globally, there wasn't two different sources anyway, say globally. Mm -hmm. But you know. There um, you go. But yeah, so the original story starts with a wood craftsman named Antonio, right? Finding a block of pine wood that he's going to turn into the leg for his table, right? But as soon as he starts carving the wood, the thing starts screaming, Yeah. So Antonio was freaked, like, this block of pine wood's roaring the head off, do you know what I mean? And then he, but he actually takes it back anyway. He's like, do you know what? I'm going to take this fucking sentient piece of wood back to the gaff with me. <laughs> Bollocks am I using it at the table? Like, be roaring the yeah. head off me bleeding guests at home for the Christmas dinner, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he gives it to Geppetto, who's his neighbour, who's who wants to actually uh, begin life as, a, like, a carpenter, do you know what I mean? Going to the puppet game. And so he gives it to, to Geppetto, and he's like, right, cool, I'll use this block of wood to, to make a puppet. Um, and then which he does, which he calls Pinocchio, right? So, however, though, after he's crossed Pinocchio, this is what I think is gaffs, the young fella turns into the biggest antichrist ever, yeah? Straight away. Yeah, straight away. Like, Geppetto finishes car finishes carving his nose, right? And then the chap just starts doing lines now. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it starts getting longer. Every time he starts, like, screaming the head off Geppetto and just being a, just a straight-up wanker thumb, like, screaming all sorts at him. At one stage, he calls him a big dribbly cock-eyed fucking all its wanker. <laughs> <laughs> No, did you just throw that in there? No, he doesn't, but this is true, right? Okay, right. right yeah. after he carves Pinocchio's feet, this is comical. Pinocchio was just like, Yeah, we all we all go down there, there, and everyone boots him in the shin, right? Like, am I talking a shin shot, mate? Scaldy, no shin guards around back then. Like, put a point wood to the shin. Good night, take you off the smokes for 10 years, it would, mate. Do you imagine that? Well, Seriously, like, like it's such a like it's such a weird thing. I don't want to stay on this point, but as an author, you'd be like, what would I say? I say whack them in the shin. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a mad thing to think about. Like, but serious pain. Not yeah, to be, not like to be dismissed. fucking hell. Like, like volleying a coffee table from IKEA. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> free kicking a rake. Do you know what I mean? Be wouldn't it? That's serious. Though, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he does that. So Geppetto's like. in bits, and then Pinocchio. Force out with a gaff at breakneck speed, right? Geppetto's limping after him. He's like, get back in the gaff, you little bastard, you. 
right? Hobbling yeah. down the road. Right? Pin- <laughs> Pinocchio runs into a guard, right? And he's like, Hey, get this pedo off me, right? And then the guard is like, he's like, what's going on here? And he's like, help, this fella isn't me dad, right? And Geppetto was like, look, look, guard, don't, this is not what it looks like at all. He's me son. He's just acting the bollocks. Pinocchio, get back in the car. The guard is just like, is there okay? a problem here, so, right? He's like, there's no problem here at all. Like, he's like, it's all kicking off in a large way, right? right. So guess what happens? Pinocchio ends up telling the guard that he's like an abuser, basically, right? And then Geppetto gets whipped off and does a stretch in the joy, yeah? He gets put Fuck away. Off. He gets put away for child abuse, right? And then uh, Pinocchio buzzes back to the gaff, delighted with his he handiwork, get, getting his own dot. Okay, yeah, well, on, apparently in this like obscure European town, wherever the fuck it's based, yeah, um, you do. So Pinocchio buzzes back to the gaff, free gaff now, of course, he's at the dispatching of, you know, fucking Geppetto. And he goes back, throws the feet up, yeah? And cooks himself a nice little meal, and then who pops up? Jiminy Cricket, who's a cricket that's Saves basically the day. right. Well, yeah, so Jiminy Cricket was as was a prominent character in the film, but in this, this is actually wild. I've a feeling he's going to last the story now. So he's oh, here. yeah, he's here to stay. He's here to stay. He's yeah. part of the story arc, the plot tickets. <laughs> yeah. What happens? So he throws the feet up, and Jiminy Cricket is a cricket that's been basically squatting in the gaff for over a century, right? And then he warns Pinocchio. He's like, "Mate." All that acting the bollocks, it's not going to get you anywhere. Guess what Pinocchio does? Flips out and fucks a hammer at Jiminy Cricket and <laughs> levels the cunt. Like, <laughs> like literally, like, flattens him. Cricket all over the good files, yeah? Right? R.I.P. Rest in piss. The longer fall, James, oh, right? Man. So that's Jiminy Axe, right? Fourth act out of book, right? Considering he's such a prominent character in the film, it's actually mental, like, do you know what right. I mean? Um, and then Pinocchio fixes himself a little celebratorial meal and then falls asleep with his feet on the stove and ends up burning his feet off, right? And we all know how much he loves shin shots, do you know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be too impressed about that. So Geppetto gets out of the joy after a good little stretch, right? And he, he comes back to the gaff and agrees to make Ponyo, Ponyo, Pinocchio a new pair of feet if he goes to school the next day, right? Then, so he just forgives him for breaking his leg. Yeah, and then and like, like forgives him for essentially giving the cunt a criminal fashion. record yeah. and now on the sex offender list, presumably. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <The sex offender. laughs> You're off to a great start. To exactly. But he's like, look, son, all that business about me being getting locked up in the joy for four months and being on the sex offender <laughs> list, we can wipe the slate clean if you just go to school. You know, so Pinocchio goes killed, but they're broke. So Geppetto actually ends up having to sell his only jacket, right? To buy Pinocchio a textbook, right? I do. Oh no, it's gummy look. Next morning, Pinocchio heads off to school uh, with the book, and similar to the movie, he's distracted by a puppet show, right? And he sells the textbook for a ticket in. Wanker. Yeah? Not mad, innit? And uh, so he buzzes into, like similar in the film, he buzzes into this mad fucking Stringfellas establishment um, for fucking puppets, this little strip club, and apparently the puppets performing in the show are carved for the same block of pine wood. So they're up on stage doing that thing, you know yourself, getting a few quid thrown up with them, fucking Lady, Mar- Lady Marmalade on full blast, yeah? <laughs> and they recognise him and they call out to him, right again, same wood, right? And then they're like, fucking, Pinocchio! Pinocchio, your sister! Come in, <laughs> and then they kind of have a little interaction. But apparently, this ruins like the, I guess breaks down the fort wall, right? And so the crowd start right, and they're going mad, like um, and they say they say, oh well, look, that's that the show's poxy ruined now. Do you this mean? child's 
like strip show yeah. is not entertaining me. 100%. Right? And so yeah. they kick off and then the terrifying <clears throat> puppet master who fucking runs the thing, he flips out and holds Pinocchio personally responsible um, for this little ruckus, right? So he captures so Pinocchio. Some patron in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. well, no, well, this is the puppet master who runs the kip, right? Yeah. So he captures Pinocchio, brings him into the back, right? And then decides that he's going to basically use him for firewood to cook his dinner. But then Pinocchio, little emotional blackmailer, he starts bawling his eyes out. There's actually a theme of this throughout the film or throughout the book. Pinocchio starts breaking down and it tells him about his dad at home who he only knows about four months again the same dad who he just got locked away for child abuse do you know what I mean on his first hour meeting him yeah yeah apparently ruined his reputation around the town <laughs> can't get a job yeah and so really? he's like look over that home it's going to be worried sick about me and then they, does it like in a bizarre turn of events the puppet master actually just releases him and goes look fair enough and not only does he release him he actually gives him five gold coins to give to his father um, right. and lets him go so you'd assume at this point Bit of Pinocchio. a weird story arc here Yeah it's fucked he, he it? just whips an innocent bo- wooden boy out of the crowd Says I'm going to cook you mm-hmm. to bits And then goes oh please don't and He yeah. goes alright Grant Don't here's come money. back here's money yeah, exactly. Okay right And five, col- five gold coins I got was actually a decent few quid In the landscape of the story which yeah. we'll get into it in a while like. wow. um, but anyway so then you'd assume all at this the point other, sorry all yeah. the other juvenile strippers going, that's our fucking money <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right, okay. so you'd on. assume Pinocchio just went home at this point right and you know hugged his elf like, look, yeah. sorry for getting you thrown the joy for getting you on the sex offender list etc etc here's the few foot gold coins buy yourself a new jacket <laughs> you know there right. you go mate but no okay. what happens you know on his way home he comes across a fox who is pretending to have a busted leg and a cat pretending to be deaf. So that's the your, boys, yeah. who you know to be Honest, Honest John. John and Gideon. Mm-hmm. All right? They tell Pinocchio that if he buries his five gold coins in a field outside the city of Catchfuls, right? would work there mm-hmm. they will sprout in the gold coin trees forex traders yeah. aren't they <laughs> <laughs> if you invest 150 euro we turn this to 10 grand by tuesday do you ever yeah. see that shit on instagram yeah the yeah. youtube ads okay yeah exactly but, um oh yeah actually forgot about this yeah a bird wasn't there like in the in the actor in the book there's a mm. bird in the corner who's like lands near Pinocchio. yeah like, trying to warn him Psst, <laughs> like, <laughs> get away like doing that kind of like yeah. chop the neck like these fellas are bad news Bogey. and what happens but the fox just leaps up and eats the bird yeah they, so like as Eno said the bird is just trying to caution Pinocchio going these lads are bogey yeah we know them around and town then, yeah. yeah I don't know just in the book the cat just instant, instantly eats them I don't know if he has some mad reptilian tongue that just like yeah, trying, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Oh, the so cat the, eats them yeah yeah the cat does them in yeah um, and Pinocchio's totally cool with this fatality <laughs> okay they offered to uh, they offered to walk with him and con him into using one of their gold coin or one of his gold coins to pay for their expensive dinner so what they stop in a little uh, yeah. a little uh, five star restaurant yeah, on the way Joel's, Joel's on, the, yeah. on the long mile serious grub out there but I haven't been in a while <laughs> um, they dine and dash so as was like Pinocchio goes off to the jacks or something or something yeah like that. that's that's the impression I'm getting like they basically just left a note they left a note yeah. when he wasn't at the table just to be like, look, uh, we had to leg it over the emergency, but in the morning we'll meet you at the Field of Miracles. Poxy now. That Poxy just sounds now. like Poxy, like Pinocchio's <clears throat> most gullible cunt ever, like the Field of Miracles. That just screams like, like you're about to be had here, mate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Seriously, that's exactly. like, uh, yeah. They go ahead and disguise themselves as bandits. So this is the, I'm assuming the next mm-hmm. morning. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So. so this is the next morning. So they go ahead, but next morning they're prepared to, to look like bandits and mm-hmm. try to rob Pinocchio. Okay. So by the next morning, Pinocchio's on his way and he comes across these bandits who are actually honest John and Gideon just disguised. Mm-hmm. And they rob Pinocchio. That they were blades and all and balliers there. Genuinely. Yeah. That, there's pictures of it in the book and all. I'm not messing. They have oh, full on balliers on. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. Is, yeah. How are you not going to make out a fox and a cat together and the yeah. way? Like hundred percent, yeah, it's madness. It is right. Okay, so they hop him with the with the balliers and blades, and they almost have him. Pinocchio, in an attempt to fight them off, bites off the cat's hand and boots off to a nearby house where the fairy lives. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio is banging at the door and is begging for help. But the fairy tells him that all the inhabitants of the house, including herself, are dead and she's waiting on her coffin. Hoxiest excuse ever. Like, yeah. we're actually all dead in here. Jog on. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be, maybe to everyone listening to this, like, even my first, even now is mad, but the mm. first time I'm hearing about this book, I'm like, okay, not that the, the very start, like a wooden mm. boy is realistic. Right? Yeah. So you, you lose me there, but mm-hmm. it, so many things along the way, you're like, what? That doesn't make sense. It's boy. mad, isn't it? Like, are yeah. they like force ghosts for all the Star Wars fans out there? Do you know what I mean? Just in the gaff, like, do you know what I mean? Mad yeah. shit, one. Without our help, he is cut and the bandits proceed to hang him. There you go. Dark, innit? Like that Rothwell. Is dark as shit. So they, now he's a wooden boy. I mm-hmm. don't know what you're meant to take from that. Like yeah. he doesn't have organs of throat a trachea or anything. Exactly. Like, I don't know like, what's going like, on here. That's, that but like, they still decide to get him by a rope and hang him from a tree. Yeah. By the neck. Like, Cannibalism yeah. on the tree's front. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. <clears throat> right. Do you, uh, you ever hear that little fucking joke? It's like the definition of trust is two cannibals giving each other a blowjob. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> never done it. It's true. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, yeah. Right, <laughs> that was a sharp left. It was <laughs> right. Melody hanging because they actually string them up from the ground. And then with the rope around the branch, they actually, from the ground, reef them up. Yeah, so it's not even like a quick snap job. Like, it's like, they're actually pulling them with just scaldy. Like, scaldy like I know the cunts yeah. like a wooden fucking boy or whatever, like, but, or puppet. But, like, that's uh, that's a fairly rough way to go on it, do you know what I mean? And they just get bored after a while and just leave, mm. right? So this is originally where the book ends, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So uh, that's where Pinocchio ends with his final thoughts about his own life and then dies there. Yeah, but the publisher actually went back to Collodi and actually mm-hmm. says to him like, "Look, can you bring us on a few chapters here?" Kind yeah, of bit of conclusion there, post. You know what I mean? Yeah, bit of a, a character arc. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, redemption, etc. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what is it, your man? Like, it just sounds like such a passive aggressive response. Looking back at it historically, he goes, "Oh yeah, fifteen chapters. Yeah. That's where we're going now." He yeah. comes back and returns with a longer story. Yeah, of exactly. Pinocchio. And finishes with a final 15 chapters, right? Mm-hmm. So after, so then the, the story continues then. So after the hanging, Pinocchio is hanging off the tree for ages. Then the fourth ghost fairy <laughs> <laughs> looks out our window and sees him hanging and goes, Jesus! Right? I and thought he was messing. <laughs> he actually is getting hung. <laughs> <laughs> right? And summons a hawk to get him down. And calls him a stagecoach via Uber. Gary <laughs> has on the notes to bring him back to the gaff. People might think we're losing here. No, all this happens in the yeah. story, right? She actually calls him a stagecoach to get him back to the house and calls in three famous doctors to gauge the puppet's condition. Now, I don't mm-hmm. understand this last one. Here we go. You ready? So, first two couldn't give a straightforward answer. They are doctors. Mm-hmm. But the third doctor was actually the ghost of the talking cricket that dun, Pinocchio dun, dun, flattened. He's back. 
Jiminy Cricket. Do you remember me, dear? Force Ghost Doctor Cricket. He can do it all. Do you know what I mean? Who would have known? He, so he's a squatter in the gaff, right? Yeah. Which would assume that he's like, he hasn't got a pot to piss in. But yeah. in the afterlife, the chap has actually gone through med school and all that. Med school, yeah. Right? So now he's literally Doctorate like a medical fucking. Practiced. Yeah. <laughs> a medical practitioner, Jimmy slash Cricket slash Force Ghost. What a CV. Wow. <laughs> So he said he would be okay, but he is irresponsible and a terrible son. The fairy tries to give Pinocchio some medicine to speed up that, the healing process, but Pinocchio refuses. Until four rabbit undertakers, rabbit undertakers, <laughs> show up at the gaff with a coffin to take his body away. And that's rabbit, by the way, not like as in like rabbit as in they were rearing to go. Yeah, like we're <laughs> talking like in the, there's pictures of it now. And four rabbits show up with a coffin. Do you know what I mean? On their shoulder, like little like pallbearers. They're not going away. No and way. then a Pinocchio apparently just he's just shit up by the side of that, and he goes, "Give me the, He's like, "Give me the fucking medicine, quick!" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> quick That's when he's like, <laughs> <laughs> drinks the medicine and automatically feels better. But now it's time to explain to the fairy how we got into such a state. Tell he tells her the full story. But when she asks him what happened to the gold coins, Pinocchio starts spoofing her, making up loads of elaborate lies. And then what happens, boom, the beak starts blowing. <laughs> We're not talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the, four, the fairy thinks it's funny at the start because she's obviously at the doing this time, do you know what I mean? Mm. And she feels like, look, we'll teach him a lesson, do you know what I mean? Like, get that beak golden ballooned up, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently in the book it's even funnier because he's knocking shit over and all. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and uh, but any Pinocchio starts this was said to you, there's a constant theme of him just bawling his eyes out. He starts crying his eyes out, and after hours of her just watching him cry, she this is hilarious. She summons a thousand woodpeckers to peck the nose down to its original size. Kind of feel like there'd be an easier way, to, yeah, out of that. <laughs> like, yeah, as you say, no saw on the gaff, no, <laughs> yeah, literally no Stanley blade around, yeah, exactly. Palace. Or even just get the thing and just crack it over our knee, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Put your um, head down there, yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, in the book, though, the fairy genuinely does seem to care about him and then makes him an offer, right? That him and Geppetto can actually come and live with her and she'll help raise him. Pinocchio's delighted, promises to turn over a new leaf, and then um, he's like, right, when my dad gets home, I'm basically just gonna. Yeah, fucking declare to him, yeah, exactly. Declare to him that look, I'm, I'm not gonna act the bollocks anymore. You know, infinite love, Geppetto. I know again, we only know Geppetto and a half months. Check in we're with not. JLO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm having a good work with my JLO officer, and she had to put me on the straight and narrow. And but he actually in the book apparently can't wait for Geppetto to get home quick enough. He actually sets to the street to basically intercept Geppetto on his way home. Um, and then he so he runs while he's looking for his dad he actually ends up running into the fox and the cat again now bear in mind as Ian said they were decked out in oh. Bally, Bally Clavis um, <clears throat> last time he encountered them but he wouldn't know that you know, when they, remember when they bashed him and hung him off the tree silhouettes yeah. exactly 100% yeah not not to mention one of them's actually missing a hand which he bit off like with that not that be, as well yeah, yeah well, what happened to your hand last exactly, time you yeah. funny enough I bit Presumably, off someone yeah exactly presumably you actually like be like base someone's hand off that would stick with you for life yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like right. that's not something you would easily get over and then it just so happens like what like an, an hour later you run into the boys again one of those doesn't have a hand do you mean anyway what's that a fine set of delphinum didn't yeah. you that? oh okay. 100% yeah again it's the pine wood as we mentioned earlier like do you know what I mean break under pressure <laughs> it doesn't it's like anamantium that shit is do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> But um, so and he, he meets up with the lads again and, and as I mentioned they were in Ballyclavis last time so he didn't actually recognise them but they convince him again to buzz down to the Field of Miracles to, pl to plant the coins right and they tell him it'll take a while before they start growing if he wants to bop off for a coffee basically like sap who would believe that so they plant the coins and Pinocchio's like do you know how long and they're like 
20, 30 minutes, I'd say it, yeah? Yeah. So he bops off and that boys... Insomnia. Yeah, the boys get the shovels out, right? They take his five coins. He comes back to see literally a hole where the coins were. No trees are at the sprouting. He's down a fiver. And he, so, again, balled his eyes out. Like, he's an absolute wind Do you not think when he was, like, spouting off a habit, like, admitting, like, oh, these lads told me I'll plant these gold, gold coins again mm. before money trees... That's not fucking true. Trees don't grow from a coin. Yeah. Did so she not clear that up with him so that if this ever happens again? 100%. Like, she's actually the worst JLO officer ever. Like, 100%. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, she yeah, should be brought up. 100%. Yeah. So he, <clears throat> he basically, right, goes to um, the city of Catchfield, which Ian mentioned earlier, appropriately named, and goes to the courthouse and tries to. He basically, I suppose it's like the equivalent of going to the guard station. He goes there to basically, like, you know, say he's been robbed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the judge in the courthouse actually punishes Pinocchio. And gives him a good four month stretch in the joy for crimes of foolishness. There you go, mad. There you go. So then he gets put in the joy. So after a four month stretch in there, right, he gets out and goes back to the fairies gaff, right? But the place is now a gravesite, right? And he starts bawling his eyes out again. Winja, fuck me. Every two seconds he's crying his eyes out. I'm in this is gas. Nearby, right, there's a pigeon who overhears him and then offers to take him to the beach. I don't know what's going on with the pigeons in this story. Presumably they're like the fucking seagulls in Dublin, just juiced up dinosaurs and things. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, the chap, like, presumably, like, he's probably the size of, like, what, an eight, nine-year-old young fella. Like, there want to be some fucking pigeon, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, he jumps on pigeon back, right? Fl- gets flown out to fucking Scaries, right? Out onto the coast. And then while he's flying out, he actually sees Geppetto. There's just a lot of, like, happenstance in this story. He sees Geppetto on a raft out in the middle of the ocean. And I don't know why the pigeon just wouldn't take him the full way, but the pigeon just drops him on, drops him on the coast and was like, right, oh, you're on your own from here on out. So then uh, Pinocchio basically has to jump into the fucking sea and then swim out to try to get to Geppetto's raft. But then a big fuck-off wave just destroys Geppetto's raft and then Gepetto, like Pinocchio tries to swim out to save him, but his body's gone. So he just assumes he's gone at this stage, right? Can we just like take mm. a moment, yeah? I hate to break the fourth wall of this story, yeah? But you know the way like... Um, I don't think of it now. Do you know, like Stephen King actually admitted that, mm. like he was on like all sorts. He was on like coke and all when yeah. he was t- like writing it, the movie. Mm. Like that, this has to be happening here as well. Your man Claudia oh, had to be on something. He's on gear. something. Like, he? Fucking he's on the heavy tack writing this. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so when Geppetto's body vanishes, he's just basically adrift, young Pinocchio, and he ends up swimming to the nearby island, the busy right? So this is obviously okay. what inspired, well, somewhat loosely inspired uh, Pleasure Island. Um, and in the book, it's an island where everyone spends their day working and doing chores, and it takes some time for Pinocchio to kind of grasp, grasp this concept of kind of working hard and fucking earning something. Like, we've kind of already gone over. Pinocchio's a bit of a brat in this story, yeah. kind of way. Um, and then on the island, he offers to help an Elwyn, right, carry, like, water jugs back to our gaff in exchange for a drink because, you know, presumably, like, fucking puppets get parched. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And dehydrate, like, all of us, do you mean? And then, uh, but it turns out to be the fairy in disguise, aka the JLO off, sorry. And then she makes a deal with him. She goes, look, if you stay on the island for a year and behave yourself, you can live with me. And then after that, I'll make you a real boy, 100% no mess, right? Right, this is last chance alone here. Yeah, like, exactly. This has to be it. So then Pinocchio, in fairness to him, right, for, for the year, does behave himself. There's a few hiccups along the way, including getting into a few knocks, a few fist fights, which again, as we've already went over, I wouldn't fancy taking a few smacks off him. The Pinewood fists, good yeah. luck. Do you know Actually, what I mean? Yeah, man, I'm Say the chap is undefeated on Busy Island Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me record. as a wooden boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these hands. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want this smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, so after a year, Pinocchio walked. <laughs> Hard, right? just, see, just see him making loads of money off like yeah pro fighting yeah prize fighting on busy island yeah slaughtering <laughs> young oh, stop. 
But, go on, uh, go on, go on. Pinocchio works hard, right? And after a year, he manages to rise to the top of his class. All things gone well. So the fairy sits him down and she goes, Pinnacles, good news for you. It's been 365 days. You know what that means, Junior? Tomorrow I make you a real boy. And he is ecstatic. And she also t- t- goes, look, bro, I'm going to sweeten the puff you. We're going to throw you a little soiree to celebrate, right? So Pinocchio hits the street, puts the word out. Boys, 20th of June, flat 16A, busy <laughs> islands. Yeah? He's going around on a bike. Boys, Buzz, busy tonight. It's going to be lethal. <laughs> the kid getting torn upside down. Session of the century. The little wooden jaw swinging off me. Yeah. <laughs> But sadly though, mate, it's actually Whoa. the end of the row for Pinocchio. You're not going to no. believe what happens. No, what? Kicks the book at me. Pop the dodgy oak. Oh, deed in the Jacks of Pleasure Island. <laughs> That's actually true. Like, in the story <laughs> your man wrote with that. It's not. I'm only no, mate, yo, deed. Yeah, mate. Pin yoke EO, he's dead. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's really. No, it doesn't. Mate, boy, you, can, you can't go, you fucking idiot. How would you think that? Oh, Everything up to this point stop, has just been yeah. mad. Like, I threw that in for the crack, okay, mate, just right, to see what okay, you'd okay, say. Okay, okay. I'd say the international listeners, like, what is a yoke? We're going to bring in our new little assistant, young oh, Sasha. Yokes. Yokes is an Irish slang term used to describe ecstasy tablets. <laughs> Good one, Sasha. Thanks a million, young one. No problem, Gary. You fucking right. Oh! Who are you flirting with? Did you see that? See what I have to pull up with? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but look, um, so anyway, with that, right, he doesn't, um, well, he actually does have plans to throw the rage. So it actually could have happened. There could have been, well, there could have genuinely been some uh, Project X style soiree, but the only reason it actually gets um, fucking halted is because one of his best mates on the island is a fella, fella called Candlewick Forex. we call it again. Candlewick, right? So he sees his friend Candlewick and he goes, what's the story? You buzzing the party or what? And Candlewick goes, Sorry, mate. No, can do. I'm actually waiting on a, a ride to go to Thailand. Yeah, right. I'm not Thailand. <laughs> it's in like your favorite spot. All, you, you know, all these in your boys. children and boys. Yeah, this is Thailand, as in like toys that kids play, right? And uh, so Thailand, though, in the story is where <clears> no one has to work. It's basically the opposite of busy island, right? Everyone just has to crack all day, right? So, but he invites Pinocchio to come along and initially Pinocchio is like no are you yeah, mad I've you. been 364 days on the dry exactly. here you fucking good pig man. I'm not going to go off and spoil it but unfortunately that's not how Pinocchio rolls he's constantly just putting problems in his own way right so he goes you know what yeah 100% so Candlewick twists his arm Pinocchio jumps in the wagon with him en route to, uh, to Thailand right then on the way despite there being multiple warning signs such as the donkeys actually pulling the wagon all had human fucking shoes on, right? And then literally one of them goes, don't come here, it's a really bad idea. And like, is Pinocchio not being like, like a talking donkey with human shoes on saying, bro, bounce, this is bad news, kid. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, one might to busy or to fucking Thailand there, kill. So Pinocchio and Candlewick burst off to Thailand and spent five months there, right? Living the dream, by the way. Running amok. Like they're running so he the had he just hung on another day to have been a real boy. The thing he was after from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And now he resumes. <laughs> five years, I presume, making money doing bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five months, sorry. Yeah, exactly. On toy- He's worth a few quid. Yeah, do you know what I mean? 100%. <laughs> Promoter in there again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so look, after five months running a muck in Thailand, right? Yeah. Living the dream, right? Uh, they all wake up one morning transformed into donkeys, like similar to the film, yeah? Mm. Um, but like Pinocchio's kind of like only like partially transformed. He just has the donkey ears, but Candlewick has gone full meal, like, do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, what's the difference, by the way, actually, between fucking donkeys and horses? 
just out of curiosity. Uh, other than absolute height. Is that it? What? Is that it? No, well... Uh, you know, oh, oh yeah, I'm genuinely... Wait, here. hang on a sec. There, so who told me, Did you tell me this... Sometimes your horses have passports. You're joking me, mate. What? Yeah, no, that's For actually what? a thing. Do they do much travelling, do they? Imagine you're going through like fucking Dublin <laughs> Airport, see Biscuit at the check-in desk, and sir, have you got your PCR test yet? Hold your horses, do second of them. That's outrageous, their it own is. passports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental, like. I have to, they're worth, they're worth more than me and you put together. Fuck like, off. Mean, yeah, well, in fairness, yeah, because I know someone who bought a horse, like, for about 50 grand, like, and I'm not messing, like, at the racehorse, like. Not That's mad. cheap for a race. Some of them are a few mil. Like. You're joking. Particularly, like, like, if they've yeah, championship joy, blood think, like, in them, they, 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 for breeding and all. Go away, man. Yeah. Imagine what I'd go for. <laughs> <laughs> There's a company, actually, based here in Ireland, right? Mm. And they actually invented these goggles, the kind of, like, Blu-ray mm. goggles to put on a mare. To make her go in because racehorses typically go into yeah. heat right. uh, twice once a year, mm. but to make a, uh, a mare go into heat twice a year, yeah. which is worth tens of millions in the horse racing game, right. so they patented these goggles and they're just well, to make them run faster or something. No, they get to breed more championship right. horses. Gotcha, interesting. Terrible. Fuck me, that's wild actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where were we? So, um, yeah, so the boys transform into full on, well, Candlewick transforms into full on meal, Pinocchio's only kind of partially transformed, right. And just like in the movies, the two learn the hard way. Obviously, at this stage, that boys who act the bollocks turn into donkeys. Like, Johnny, you know, they're kind of regretting their five months on the tear in fucking Thailand. Like, yeah. like a lot of people, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, Pinocchio's transformation is complete and he's sold into the circus. Yeah. Initially, fucking Egypt. I mean, no, initially, he's being trained to be like a little trick performing donkey, right? Mm. But after being trained and abused for three months, he sprains his ankle. So he's basically out commission right he's so they sell him they're just like look he's no use to us do you know what I mean and they sell him to uh to Get someone into a curry pretty much well that's yeah. not far off here they sell him yeah. to, a, to a farmer um who's planning on just killing him and using his skin to make a drum right Go. um yeah that's right. that's a hair yeah and then but apparently when the bloke was about to just slice the head off him right um he felt bad looking into the eyes of him so he just goes right i'll just tie his legs together and fuck him into the liffy yeah that's why he was like he literally just tied his legs and his neck and fucked oh him into one up into a river to try drown him. So instead of killing him quickly, he goes, actually, I feel bad. They don't look at this. I'll drown him. Yeah, exactly. But then yeah. when he's in the river, again, who comes to the rescue? Only the JLO officer. The fairy springs to uh, action and then she actually summons a skill of a thousand fucking fish, tuna fish to be example, right? Um, to basically eat all the donkey parts off him. Yeah. Isn't that mad? Right, so then what's right. left is his like. So he's a wooden boy encased yeah. in a donkey. Shell. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So he's back right. now as a as a puppet, right? right. And um, then when he ends up getting fished out of water by your man, like your man's expecting to see a dead donkey, do you know what I mean? Mm. But he actually ends up fishing a, a fucking sentient puppet out as we just went over, and then um, then he so he's raging. He's like, for fuck's sake, I've just been robbed. He obviously spent a good fortune on the donkey, and then he's gonna whip up Pinocchio again and basically use him for firewood, and then Pinocchio bounces off. Uh, and manages to escape right and then he jumps back so he jumps back into the ocean and then that's where he essentially just swims like endlessly for a while and then he comes across the dogfish right which is like in the book that's the dogfish is like the equivalent of like monstro you know kind of way mm-hmm. but who's inside the old dogfish Geppetto similar to the film Geppetto yeah Geppetto has been living there for two years right living off supplies from another ship that the fish also swallowed as well this must have been no some animal of the oak do you know what I mean and then they climb out of his blowhole and end up getting a lift off the skill of tuna fish once again it's just mad yeah okay. back to shore this right? story is mad and then on land who did they encounter again mate the fox and the cat the oh, boys are here. back 
and the lads are in a jock by the way right so like again missing hands like, but they've actually had a rough to go with it like over the last few months yeah. while Pinocchio was living up in Thailand they're wearing rags they're missing even more body parts they're in a jock and then they beg Pinocchio for help and he basically tells them fuck off he's got what you deserve right and he bounces and then they come what across the cottage yeah I know fair play to him this is a bit of a redemption arc Pinocchio's yeah, turned yeah. into an absolute boss at this stage right so himself and then Geppetto come across a cottage and then they're welcomed inside only to be welcomed boy the ghost of Jiminy is back again mate what a king so he's now in the it's property game now right? he has a cottage <laughs> doctor proper landlord yeah, yeah. <laughs> ghost thing. cricket do you know what I mean he's doing it all right Fucking and then hell. but Jiminy is fuming after what Pinocchio like did to him level them at the start of the story with the hammer but he lets them move in anyway and then Pinocchio (laughs) (laughs) and Pinocchio gets a job with a farmer because bear in mind Geppetto was in an awful state after when they escaped out of the um, out of fish apparently it was like you know as we went over Geppetto was like he's an outfit anyway do you know what I mean but apparently he was like he wasn't fit to work at this stage so Pinocchio essentially had to be like the fucking the breadwinner right but it gets a bit dark here anyway right because then when he the farmer he gets a job with turns out to be the same farmer who bought Candlewick his best mate off uh, Busy Island um, no. and but Candlewick is a full on donkey at this stage yeah. and he's getting abused and fucking slapped around and he ends up dying of dehydration on front of Pinocchio right so this is his best mate like do you know what I mean and he wouldn't call in a favour from the fairy like yeah I know like it's madness like why is is the fairy just so like hung up on Pinocchio doing him favours left right and centre like do you know what I mean but yeah literally witnesses the fucking death of his mate do you know what I mean Mm. Um, right in front of him and um, but yeah so with that um, Pinocchio actually gets very handy though again like he's there for months on end and Geppetto is still fucking in a jock but apparently um, <laughs> Pinocchio gets absolutely whopper at like making baskets and stuff like that and selling them on Etsy.com right and uh, <laughs> 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 for a few quid right and after months of saving right Pinocchio decides to treat himself to a new suit right and on the way down to fucking Louis Copeland's, right, he yep. runs into a talking snail standard, right, who tells him <laughs> the fairy is in a jock back on Busy Island. She is on the way out, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? Someone close to her heart, mate, she's like a surrogate mother to him. He lived with her for like a year, yeah, basically, yeah. right? Um, and she doesn't have a bean to her name either. So she's she like can't... Don Corleone. She's like doing the fa- calling in favours and all for Exactly. Yeah. So she doesn't have a bean to her name either, apparently. So she can't even buy food or medicine. So Pinocchio, the fair play big. to him. Yeah, without a second's hesitation he hands over everything he has leap card and all right um, <laughs> and then that night when he's sleeping he has a dream now it gets a bit kinky here we might play a bit of careless whisper right he actually has a dream that the fairy was at his bedside putting the smooches on him yeah right genuinely and then he wakes uh, yeah. up this author was on the hook mm-hmm. go on yeah. yeah he wakes up in the dead of night with a rage and semi right to discover he's now a real boy yeah so it turns out the fairy set up the whole thing and she was actually grand the entire time right but but because he's su- because he was such a gent about the whole ordeal, she made him a really unflurry. And not only that, she gives him a brand new suit and reimburses him the few quid that he gave the snail and a packet of Johnny's for good measure, And there you want Pinocchio, you little Slice stallion. Village. Enjoy that new human flute, you little mess again. <laughs> Olympics is in Italy this yeah. year. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, if anyone would go through 70,000 Johnny's with Pinocchio, wouldn't it? <laughs> and the book ends with Pinocchio and Geppetto staring at Pinocchio's former wooden body with Pinocchio remarking about how happy he is now to be a real boy. What do you think of that, me? Yeah, so that overarching theme is basically wait for the blue fairy to come save your life Pretty and get much, into yeah. bare knuckle boxing which I wouldn't yeah fist. a good JL off so I can <laughs> sort you out yeah. yeah can set you in your way they're redoing Pinocchio are they 
I, but like do you even have any surprise when I was actually kind of just looking into Pinocchio I was like there's the trailer for mm. new Pinocchio 2021 I was like oh, of course like, yeah they're doing they're everything they're really doing everything yeah. you know I mean? me and Ian we were watching some videos on Pinocchio the other night and something we came across which was, was interesting is the fact that it's a kind of a dark dark film because there's so many weird themes anyway such as the kids being sold into slavery and yeah. like even the whole scene um, when they're on Pleasure Island and like they're reefing the joints asunder like, in a I Disney mean, movie yeah. yeah in a Disney movie and they're gargling they're gambling the whole shebang but like all the boys end up getting sold into slavery bar Pinocchio which is actually he's the only one who actually has a good ending yeah yeah, because yeah, he yeah. turns into a real boy but there's no mention of the 200 odd junflers that just got torn into fucking mules thrown into crates and fucked off to the salt mines do you know what I mean yeah it's actually yeah. mad isn't it um, but to, like now I couldn't find the same video before but this is going back a while a couple of years ago I ended up seeing like someone doing kind of the same kind of analysis on it mm. and it was sort of like uh, someone kind of made it out to be this kind of like it was almost like a a parable for children being sold into sex trafficking do you know what yeah I mean? honestly I wouldn't be surprised if it was all these kind of mad little like teams that well who knows because Disney but you like, know you see bunch. the metaphor and like if you become a donkey you're a mule for someone else do you know what I mean you just do the shit didn't even think of that else, yeah you know what I mean so uh, yeah it's mad I kind of see that metaphor behind it but yeah but yeah lads um, tell us what you think about this little Disney uh, series that myself and Eno are doing at the moment um, it's a bit of crack in it and there's yeah. loads of them by the way Tangle's like, coming next was what <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, enchanted. Sorry, is that the Disney film, isn't it? There is one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they uh, done that sec. They done another one here in Ireland. No way. What? Right. So do you remember the day I I text you and I was mm. like, I'm in this drive-in cinema, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the like the mother, the girlfriend, the sister, whatever. So they were watching. It was a girls' film anyway. They only doing one film, and uh, but the reason why they were showing that was because they're actually filming mm. another in one of those enchanted movies in uh, in Wicklow. Wicked. Madness. Look at Poppy's Cafe. Yeah. And the whole street around there, they actually made it out to be a very like Disney. But like is uh, is Enchanted not an animated film like? So how it's, the fuck It's half it? half. Oh, is it? I wouldn't know. You're mad really, Yeah, I'm, you're yeah. actually this is entrapped. I'm I don't know. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> you love cars, Nolino. You know. Don't even start yeah. me. You can't get I enough actually, of that. I actually did love the, the Pixar universe though. Um, but yeah, Eno needs to fly, so stick around for the thank yous, uh, for the social media shoutouts and the Patreons. But Eno mate, as per usual, phenomenal crack mate, and I'll see you on the next one, yeah. Thank Peace. you. Boom. Just me now, lads. Um, I just wanted to take a couple of seconds at the end just to say a massive, massive thank you um, to the new patrons and also anyone who has been giving us a shout-out on social media. Um, but I'll kick things off with the patrons, lads. I cannot thank you enough. I say it every week, but the Patreon pledges are absolutely instrumental in terms of keeping the show alive, especially now more than ever. Now that we have staff, we have the payroll, <laughs> we have young Dylan on the administration team doing bits for us. Um, so yeah he's uh, he ain't cheap but uh, <laughs> but no honestly a massive massive thank you to um, the couple of new patrons this week so in no particular order we have Shane Malamfi Shane oh mate you're an absolute dawn thank you so much we have Cora O'Carroll Cora absolute queen massive massive thank you and Aoife Waldron infinite love Aoife thank you so much as well um, so yeah guys thanks so much as I, as I said it's it's just so important right now um, in terms of like keeping the show alive and I don't take it for granted um, no matter how big or small um, I do appreciate it from the bottom of my far heart um, next up is the um, social media shout out so um, on that we have Georgia Levy good one Georgia 
Um, actually, on that, George Levy, if you're wondering about the new illustrations and the the little kind of increase we've taken on a brand level, that is all due to the fantastic George Levy. So if you get in contact with me via the page, if anyone's looking for any graphic design, any illustration work, whatever it may be, give me a shout on the Instagram and I will hook you up because um, she's an absolute legend and she's so good at what she does as well. So next up is Alita Dingle. Um, next up is Kim Moran. Um, after that, we have Leah Nolan. And then after that, we have Lauren Cassie. So thank you all so much. As I said, we have an arrangement, which is on social media at the moment. If you give us a shout out, we will give you a shout out back on the next episode. So keep them coming as it's doing bits for us. And we really do appreciate it. So on that note, I'm going to depart, but I will see you next week. I'll be back with young Eva in another true crime extravaganza. Fuck me. Where is the time going? By the way, it literally feels like yesterday Eve was in here last and it was a month ago. Mental. But yeah, looking forward to that. And um, so I'll see you on the next one. Be safe. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you then. Bye.